1: come through queen i wanna see ya come through queen
3: hi everyone it's dan and brendan and this is come through Through Queen. queen this is episode 51 run for your lives wives this week on Come Through Queen, we are celebrating the release of The Fate of the Furious <laughs> by deep-diving famous housewives chase scenes From Teresa chasing
2: Danielle to Shannon Bedore chasing the truth, we have them all.
3: We've also got some hot goss, including which housewife dated Donald Trump and some drag race renewal news.
2: There's still so many shows, so we'll be telling you the winners and losers of the
3: reunions this week and then recapping the rest. And as always, we'll have the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So hi, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> so when we last saw each other...
2: Oh my god, the worst day of my life, you mean? And like one of the
3: greatest <laughs> days of my life. Shall we explain?
2: Uh, sure. So our friend Honey...
3: Honey Mustard Girl is her birth name.
2: <laughs> um, it was her birthday over the weekend. And so she invited a few of us out to a little romp in the Poconos...
3: That was presented
2: to us as zip, zip lining
3: Which I think
2: even that alone, you still would have been scared. Well, yeah, that was my main qualm. I'm deathly afraid of heights.
3: As is Alex, as is... Jamie Miss. friend of the show, Jamie Miss. So we get out to the Poconos. And I was scared not because of heights, like heights don't bother me, but... The outdoors do. Uh, to an extent, but also the rest. The wrist, yeah. He's
2: got really um swishy wrists. No, it's keenbox <laughs> disease.
3: We've discussed this on the show before.
2: Um so we get out to the Poconos and like we're doing a ropes course basically,
3: right? Uh not I would classify it as not because I thought it was gonna be more like that, like a tough Mudder, like you gotta climb up this rope and like go under barbed wire in the mud. But it was like all in the air defying gravity. Wait,
2: I- I only envisioned it being in the air. I thought we were going to be in the air more than we oh, were.
3: I thought it was only going to be ziplining. But apparently, like, there was also, like, like walking al- along bridges that were wobbly. Right, like,
2: so my experience with, like, z- watching ziplining and that sort of thing is, like, mainly based off of The Real Housewives of OC in Costa mm. Rica, where basically they were just, like, sensed by, like, professionals down these zip lines. It was scary because it was high up in the air, but, like, you didn't have to do, like, any work to get there. I
3: found the zip lining to be, like, the most fun and easiest part of this event. Did you agree or disagree?
2: Well, the thing I didn't like about this event was that my <laughs> life was, like, in my own hands the entire time.
3: Yeah, the the instructor was really focusing on Jamie Mess, his future wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I also was the last person in the line, which I thought was going to be good because, like, oh, like... You
3: could focus. I
2: could focus and, like, no one's going to be, like, worrying about me behind me and that sort of thing. But it, like, ended up being sort of a curse because I always felt behind. And then, like, when you're on the zip line, everyone's watching you. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, among, like, people, like, we don't really know that well. And so it was really stressful for me. Um But the Poconos are beautiful. and Yeah, won- we
3: plan on returning in a different setting
2: I would say we we plan on going to a casino
3: basically <laughs> yeah, and the Guy Fieri
2: restaurant and if anyone ever wants to have a wedding there the um mm-hmm. resort that we were at like beautiful, Ooh, beautiful 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 I'll come I can officiate I can get my little license mm. um, just let us know send us an email at Queen at gmail.com for any wedding requests or come through queen on twitter
3: yeah
2: but yeah it was fine oh and then we like went out afterwards it was a long Ooh. day yeah oh. it
3: was a it was like a 14
2: hour day and we had just come off of record we we recorded <laughs> this year podcast till like midnight that night i had to be back here at the 10 following a. morning
3: well i stayed up editing this very podcast yeah
2: and then we went out till like i don't even know what time we got back and then we had to go out to a bar and like celebrate the rest of the birthday yeah it just was like really exhausting and also like straight people like are so pushy in their bars
3: Oh well that bar part in particular. Night but, of Joy. I keep
2: <laughs> on getting pushed around by people. Night
3: of Joy Behar. Night as of Joy you've Be- rebranded yes, it. Yes,
2: we're rebranding Night of Joy Behar. Um I'm willing to also consult on that to like really truly rebrand the bar. So okay. let me know.
3: Uh let's get into the the few news items that we have.
2: The most shocking news of the week. Yeah. So in a sneak peek for... This hasn't aired yet, but in a sneak peek for Tuesday's reunion of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kim Richards joins the couch, as she usually does, and... Um, they trot her out. Before the battle erupts between her and her former co-stars, Andy turns to her and says, quote, I heard a rumor that you once dated Donald Trump. Is that true? And Kim says, Yes, let's not get into it. <laughs> I had dinner with him.
3: And she's smiling.
2: And um, Lisa asks, Sex or Notes, do you see him naked? And Kim says, I do not want <laughs> to talk about the president. So I did a little bit of my own research. You sure did. Meaning, Googling <laughs> the terms Donald Trump and Kim Richards. And there is, in fact, evidence of them together in what looks to be, like, the early 90s, late 80s. Um, And there's many different photos from many different angles. And then there's also photos where Kathy Hilton's pregnant—not pregnant—presence. Okay. Um, So, I believe this happens. I pledge allegiance to Kim Richards. I regret that Kim Richards is not the First Lady of the United States of America.
3: This would be a very different country right now. Right turtles would be ruling the land (laughs) well mitch mcconnell already is oh yeah it's true (laughs) 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 that almost sounds like we planned
2: it i'm just quick on my feet folks Mm. um so
3: that's great i hope kim runs for office one day yeah um the other well there's even like there was more kim previews but we'll save it for next week but just the bunny
2: okay I think Kim's poised to have her best reunion ever, which isn't a high bar, unless you count the Barbara Walters, Andy Cohen special one-on-one, which was really good, um, and really set a precedent. But yeah, I think Kim's set to have her best reunion ever.
3: Yeah, the bunny just in time for Easter. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's get into some minor drag race news. Yeah, I mean, it was renewed yeah season 10 coming back to vh1 maybe um yeah i mean like it's always it always gets renewed around this time uh like right when the new season kicks off well what i think is interesting
2: is that um in the past rupaul has like sort of said that when the culture isn't right for like what mm-hmm. he does he sent he tends to retreat yeah, so like yeah retreated during the um bush administration Mm -hmm. but he has been a lot more political as of recently and it seems like like his new thing is like being out there and resisting so him him and
3: carol (laughs) radzaville so i think taking to the street
2: i think we've i think we're going to see rupaul's drag race go on for many many seasons after Mm -hmm. this which i'm happy about though i will say do you feel this way that like Aside from All-Stars 2, the past couple seasons, this one included, like, haven't, like, packed the same punches previous yeah, ones. Yeah, he's a little up. Yeah. There's, like, something, there's, like, a, there's, like, one cog missing and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, I was even into, and this is, like, people don't like this season, but I was even in, into season 7.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, I was not a fan of season seven. Right. Um. A and this season's good, but there's it's good, but they it's they need like, to like mix it up somehow. Some of the magic's missing. Like what they did with the All Stars
2: was so amazing. Well,
3: because they like fixed what was fucked up with All Stars one.
2: Right. And just like every, like letting them shine. Yeah, they let them shine. So like
3: let them shine. Well, I think I I, I tweeted this to someone. Uh, I think Drag Race should have a season 10, um, and then an All-Stars 3, and then, like, another season or two, and then do, like, a big winner's circle season of All-Stars. So, like, every winner? At that point, like, if we we do, like, season 10, All-Stars 3, and then, like, another season, then we'd have, like... Fourteen winners. But like, don't a lot of the winners
2: not want to do that because they don't want to be like...
3: The first one. They don't want to be the loser of the winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because like, who would be the winner of the winners? Alaska.
3: That's a good contender, yeah. Like, it would be great to see Alaska versus Sharon. Mm, Yeah, that would be really great. Uh, But in some just minor Drag Race discussion, we covered last week's episode, but we had not watched Untucked at that moment, which...
2: Because it airs 8 a.m. on it Saturdays. 8 a.m.
3: And we were still recovering from We were on recording. a mountain. We were we were preparing for a mountain. Uh, but Aja, like, took Kimura's villain crown as Kimura was on her way out.
2: Not even, like, villain. More like, and I said this too, more like what Delta did Pick in me? season three, Untucked. Where she got, like, so insecure and her feelings got, like, that she had, like, a meltdown backstage, Mm -hmm. but you know they've already made, someone's already made a song out of what she said.
3: Oh, I didn't hear that.
2: It's called, um, Linda Evangelista, and someone, like, remixed what she said during that, and it's good. Mm -hmm. Check that out on SoundCloud. Yeah,
3: I haven't, like, been on the internet this week, so I have to look (laughs) look at it. (laughs) Uh, so should we get into our shows? Yes,
2: I'm actually really excited to get into this first show, because We have a hit on our hands. Man, like, did Potomac really step
3: it up? Well, I mean, like, the first episode of the season wasn't that big of a kickoff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that tends to be the case for a lot of these franchises. Because it's usually, like, the first episode, we're, like, picking up where we left off, checking in with the women, a lot of solo scenes. And then season two is when we start mixing it all up. Episode two. Yes. oh yeah, episode two.
2: <laughs> um no, but like I was like pleasantly surprised because Potomac last season I was sort of like in and out on I like I watched it every week, but like sometimes I'd be like playing Candy Crush or like mm-hmm. like on my computer, like doing a deep dive in some weird Reddit thread or something like that during the episode airing. But this one like had me in the entire time.
3: I love the Oz plot line. It's like the opposite of Vanderpump rules.
2: It is the most horrible hulking huge disgusting restaurant that i've ever laid my eyes on and like th- the food and the drinks that they serve so far from what i've seen
3: well what's his what's the husband's name
2: michael, michael? kev no kevin is giselle's man mm. um
3: oh yeah no it's michael it's michael michael's forcing this food upon potomac
2: it's like i was forced a lara bar before we started <laughs> recording today it's like that except it's camel sliders an email, an email, and just like, like even everything bugged me. Whoever got the like milky looking drink really <laughs> grossed me out. And then Ashley was like, she was like drinking a Corona. And if you're gonna like stay like true to the Australian thing, like there are plenty of Australian beers. So why are you sitting? Oh, there what's
3: with... an Australian beer? I don't know. Like a oh oh yeah, they like Fosters. Is that <laughs> one? <laughs>
2: The other day at my office, our LA office, they were all trying to say Jennifer Lopez with an Australian accent, and I couldn't do it. Mm.
3: Doesn't like roll. Gen- Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you sound like a little like British chimney sweep.
2: That's like where I want to be in life. Um. Anyways, you no. Know, but like, just everything about that restaurant creeps me out.
3: Yeah. And then we have the Casino Royale event. Great to see Katie back. <laughs> This is sort of, like... I feel like her coming back, there was no
2: fanfare. Not that there would be. But it was, like, sort of crazy that it was still the same event that they were planning last year, and it only came into fruition now with it, with her not on the show
3: anymore. But it, it's just, like, so funny that, like, they wouldn't give her a champagne glass, but trotted her out to, like, drag her this sad event. It was...
2: Okay. Nothing bugs me more than a, like... Droopy step and repeat mm. Which is the first thing I noticed The second thing I noticed Well actually Was like the lights were all the way up the entire party. Oh yeah yeah If it's a casino event I've been to a casino The lights aren't up like that Um I thought Karen looked amazing But who was the person who said Was it Karen who was just like Katie did the best she could
3: <laughs> Oh my god I feel like they all pretty much shared that sentiment Everyone was dragging her
2: Yeah but this was also when um In the middle of this event is when we're meeting Monique for the first time. Monique, beautiful woman.
3: Yeah, star, Star. rapper, our first rapping queen.
2: Yes. Um, Karen also said that the new crowd that Katie hangs out with is rather eccentric. Yes, (laughs) Katie
3: and her weirdos.
2: Drag her to hell.
3: Did you notice that Giselle arrived in the Countess Collection lace jumpsuit? Was that, I was, that wasn't actually the Countess Collection. No, it? <laughs> <laughs> but it looked like Luann's like red lace jumpsuit.
2: Luann wears that jumpsuit in a different <laughs> color every time you see her.
3: Listen, she's got to do promo.
2: Oh my God. But no, Giselle looks amazing. I loved her and, um, what's her name standing? Robin. Robin Two standing sisters. in the corner while that. Making
3: faces at the Jackson 5 tribute band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also like got her thinking. Karen in the show. She is out of place, but yet still works in a Leah Black sort of way. Except that Karen
2: doesn't have the money that, <laughs> or like the actual stature that Leah Black has in Miami.
3: But like K- Karen does in her head. I know. Karen's <laughs> house is
2: so sad. It's like those like, just like light wood... Like stain that wood, and then mm. also like get an appliance that's like stainless steel in your kitchen, like this like sad eighties white.
3: You sound like you would be great on Cyrus versus Cyrus, coming, <laughs> coming, coming in like Rocking Ball. <laughs> um, Ro- and, then, oh, oh, sorry, and then we saw the tea party. Oh well, I have more so to say. <laughs> so much more. Okay. I took
2: copious notes about Potomac because I was like, I can't miss a thing. I need Giselle to run away from Kevin. That date oh. that they went on was the creepiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, it was
3: very, like, Kenya and her higher dates.
2: He said, <clears throat> if I were five years older, you'd probably call me daddy. And then later he said, he, like, was trying to make a joke about, like, getting into her, her into bed. And he, like, joked about ordering a Bill Cosby from oh, the waiter. Oh, yeah. Run away, that. Giselle, because you are the queen of this franchise. Yes. Um, but yeah, let's go. I mean, like they took the pure bar class or whatever. That's boring. But the tea party.
3: Yeah. The tea party is what I'm here for.
2: At the Willard right across from Donald Trump's house. (laughs) Yes. Um, Karen's first question, Monique, about if she's usually earlier on time. Mm. Another one of Karen trying to like pretend that she has stature. She's
3: the grand dame. (sighs) (laughs) um and then like Giselle comes in just naturally hating any new person she meets and she like defended on Watch What Happens Live by saying like she wasn't prepared to meet her or something
2: um her and Sheree on Watch What Happens (gasps) Live two sisters with Cairo in the background yeah
3: except like Sheree outshone Giselle right
2: but there was a moment what was it like when Andy was doing his muzzle of the day and he gave it to Ivanka Trump. And then like it was oh, like yeah, a yeah. long, long joke, and there was one point where all three of them reacted in the same exact way. Like that was cackling, Perfect, yeah. yes. Um Monique has four homes. Well Giselle asking her,
4: you oh. don't have a home. Yeah, and she's
3: like, actually. Um It's good. I love the season. It's off to a good start. I was I, like I wasn't I I wasn't moved the first episode, but like the second episode
2: they're bringing Got politics in. into it. Cherise called Gisela Monica, meaning a Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many good. Like, I could talk about. Potomac, like, like, forever. It's gotten
3: really good. What? Well, it's, it's, like, very fresh. It's, like, early housewives. Right. Atlanta, New York. Right. And, like, they they do all seem to know each other. Other than, like,. Monique getting in, into here. Well,
2: that's the thing. Like Monique, like lives in a different city, and she's like thinking of moving to Potomac. Yeah, that's like some. Well, it's kind of like
3: when Cynthia came because Cynthia was living in New York. Oh yeah, and she moved to Atlanta for the show.
2: You heard that? Um, what's her name? Amarosa? The rumors that Omarosa's gonna be a Atlanta housewife. I know
3: Andy like debunked the rumors. I know. And I was just saying... your fan fiction. Mm-hmm.
2: Fan fiction. Okay. Speaking of Atlanta,
3: yeah, let's. this episode was so much better than i thought it was gonna be
2: agree i thought we were only gonna get like a small little blip of like the drama happening but Mm they gave us a whole swath of it
3: let's let's blow through the scenes before the can we just get to the party okay well i was just gonna mention riley candy and block that i just thought was better suited for not television
2: or like a candy skiing special.
3: <laughs> they should have discussed this on the slopes. Candy actually. goes to
2: the mountains or whatever. Um, yeah, so let's get to where Dwight comes in. Are you okay with that entrance? <laughs> well,
3: I wrote in all cap, all caps. Dwight, the return of the king.
2: There were so many brilliant uses of flashback in this
3: episode because a fashion show
2: with no fashions just because there's so many people who came back from the dead yes it was so great um, this is
3: also the best dwight has looked in years yeah he got some like good good work, work. maybe it, like, like paul Nassif got in that gig wasn't he on like botched or something dwight or am i like making this up
2: you usually are making this up so you're probably making this up <laughs> okay <laughs> um we got a glimpse of thelma
3: Chateau Thelma.
2: Chate- Chateau Thelma. I loved Sheree's look.
3: Yeah. Well, not to jump ahead too much, but the reveal. The reveal was great. Oof. She she had like this big ball gown thing on in case you missed it, and then like w- removed the skirt and had just was in a jumpsuit.
2: Right. But when she came down the stairs initially in the ball gown, mm. there was a woman in the crowd who just yelled, You did it, bitch! <laughs>
3: Uh, did you notice in the crowd Also was Plastic Surgery Ken
2: well, Yeah there were so many fun people <laughs> in the crowd like, What
3: is he doing there I feel like uh, Is he in, like an Atlanta fixture
2: He and Trey were probably on like dancing with the Atlanta stars Or something <laughs> together I don't even know if he's an Atlanta fixture Actually,
3: I'm asking you as like an Atlanta <clears throat> No but the, uh, years ago You're not tapped into the scene
2: Years ago I, I went to the Night of a Thousand Gowns Do you know what that is
3: that uh, sounds familiar.
2: It's like a drag Oh, here in New York. They have the Imperial yeah, yeah, Court. Once yeah, then yeah, yeah. I have a thousand gallons, and I was seated at Plastic Surgery Ken's table.
3: Oh. We did
2: not say a word to each other.
3: But you do have some connection.
2: I did meet Aviva
3: that year though. <sighs> um Miss Lawrence is back. Yeah, Miss Lawrence. Just from, a brief. From her stint on Star, I think and Empire. An Empire. But I think she, I think he's like A cast member of Star.
2: Yeah. Really making it. Lisa Um, Wu? Lisa Wu was back. I never knew I missed Lisa Lisa Wu until she came back. I have something to say about Lisa Wu once we get into the end of it, because there was a missed opportunity that I felt was there. But um, when Phaedra came in, or was it when Portia came in and greeted Candy, and Candy like later just goes, Give me 50 feet.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: Um... Kim Zolciak walks in with the solo cup. It just was like so many entrances, with like people we love who've been with us throughout the years.
3: No one. I feel like it was very under the the radar, but Marlo and the Marlogies. <laughs> I was Michelle Visage finger waving. It, you know, you texted
2: me about that, and it like you took didn't me, get it. It took me a second. I was like, "What is he talking?" Yeah, about? see,
3: it was like missed by many.
2: Like I saw the thing, but like when you, I for some reason I like, searched on Twitter, like, Marlogis, like, if that was a word I didn't was know. Was I the only
3: one who tweeted it? Yes.
2: <laughs> no, it was... Be- you hadn't even tweeted it at that mm-hmm. point. You had texted it to mm-hmm. me, and I was like, what the hell is he talking about? But, yes, yeah, she had her own Marlogis. Um, <laughs> God. I will say, before we get into, like, the the gist of, like, once Kenya arrives, Sheree had, like, a look in one of her confessionals that was brand new oh. for the finale. And they
3: talked about it during... Watch what happens. Live. Yeah, it was just
2: like this long, beautiful, so wig. fresh, she was stunning.
3: I think Ari- I think Andy called it her Ariel look.
2: Her Ariel look. Yes, beautiful. it looked. It was good. Beautiful mother. Beautiful mother. Wonderful mother. <laughs> um. So Kenya comes in, and the first thing—not the first thing, but one of the first things she does—is find
3: that unfinished basement with candy, with in candy toe. and toe. I was screaming as she's walking down the steps. Um, and then her reaction, like that shit-eating grin. She's gonna be happier. Just, like running around that unfinished
2: basement, <laughs> twirling. I, I will say, like in the fight between like Sheree commenting on Kenya's house and Kenya coming in and commenting on Sheree's house. I think I'm on team Sheree. And Sheree made the point to say... Because the
3: baseboards?
2: No. <laughs> she went. She made the point to the say... The trim? <laughs> no, the way that they both acted. Mm-hmm. So, like, Sheree said, very rightly so, that there were areas that were... that they weren't supposed to be in Kenya's mm-hmm. house, and she never disrespected her and went into those areas, mm-hmm. whereas Kenya purposely did.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I... I love how this season has progressed between the two of them. Like... They, like, fight, but it's, like, fine and funny. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried it's gonna, like, take a turn during the reunion. Between them, though? Yeah. I feel like that was
2: previewed at some point. I mean, there is, like, a situation where Kenya's, like, crying on the phone, but, like, what could that be? I just...
3: I liked... This was really Kenya's redemption season. I feel like she got a lot of new fans.
2: I agree. Um... Because none of her drama has been like too deep as it was in seasons past,
3: or mean,
2: or mean, or a punching down. You know what I did watch today, and <laughs> at the end of uh, this season, can we just like play it in full? <laughs> at one point, the monologue where Phaedra talks about Kenya going to the sperm bank. Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> the iconic drag,
2: just so she can find a guy to ejaculate into a cup, so he can get himself ten dollars for a medium pizza. <laughs>
3: But I have to say like that scene is tainted because she's like clutching onto Apollo as she says it. I know, but it's
2: still so good. But anyways, let's get back to the scene. So but, like, I'd rather
3: be in in Kenya's shoes than than Phaedra. Phaedra's shoes right now. Well yeah,
2: but like that that, At that moment, will still yeah, go yeah. On. But um when Kenya and Kim <laughs> oh my God. meet.
3: This clash of the Titans, and like little did we know how battle ready Kim was? Well,
2: first of all, <laughs> we think that there's going to be. You go into it without seeing the preview. You go into the epi- You go into the scene, and it's Candy and Kim seeing each other for the first time in that bedroom. Okay, and they like make small talk, and you think that maybe there could be a fight, but they agree to disagree. But then Kenya comes in immediately and starts. <laughs> she wasn't like,
3: sure if it was Kim. <laughs> starts running
2: around, and just like that, fight was so good. And it was even better because at the same time it would cut to shots of Phaedra and uh, Portia running around just cackling in different like parts of the house. Like, seemingly really happy for Sheree and like. Oh my god, how- no,
3: no, when they were dancing in the bathroom, <laughs> saying like rub a dub dub, like fake lathering <laughs> each other off. <laughs> Love Frickin' Frack. Um, I don't know which one of them <laughs> said it. It was Ken, you heard one of them says your tits are so nasty and huge. I don't know for some reason that line both cracked me and Alex. Up.
2: Just like everything, like oh, and like while they're having that fight, nobody's acknowledging that there were just a bunch of like wires coming out of a wall behind them, <laughs> like where a where a mounted TV should be. Oh,
3: wait, there was also I think like a, an aftermath scene like after the fight when they broke up broke off into separate groups where Cynthia had a moment where Kenya was saying she had mold down there or they wouldn't uh, have torn out the the drywall and Cynthia's like okay Bob the Builder and that moment had me laughing.
2: Cynthia had a couple moments that were good this episode she also earlier in the episode said something about like when Sharae's not around she has to play the bone collector. Oh yeah yeah the bone collector
3: yeah I feel bad that, like, everyone drags Cynthia. I feel like she has a good place in the show. Like, everyone can't be at, like, a hundred.
2: Right. There has to be, like, a calming person near a lake house at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that lake house. But anyways, um, Hip Hip charade.
3: Uh... Do
2: you have anything else?
3: Two last things. This was Kenya's second time this season doing this. She said, like, the first one was when she said alternative facts last week, I think it was. And then this episode she said, cash me outside. And it's, like, these, like references that, that are, are like, very current they are like current probably like the, when she was recording it like it was probably like that week but now it's like feels a, a day late and a dollar short
2: well they, it was probably during the pickup interviews yeah like, and the then, final ones the yeah. fi- like
3: when Sheree got a new look and then the other thing was I loved that Candy's like where are they now thing had an Ed in reference
2: oh yes I did too <laughs> get that money yes so, shall we talk about Vanderpump Rules? Yeah. So, the way we're going to do Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills reunions, just because reunions are sort of a slog. Yeah, and it's like, like,
3: well, it's like fine to watch, but they're rehashing what happened. So, for us to rehash them rehashing rehash. isn't that interesting. We can talk, discuss like who came across good and bad, who the winners and losers the are. The winners and
2: losers. And winners aren't necessarily people. There's sometimes situations. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so, for me, the first winner I want to note in Vanderpump Rules, I think that the Katie, Lala, Schwartz reconciling situation ended up being lovely. They all showed mutual respect for each other and sent Lala on her merry way. And I liked that.
3: I don't even, like, we were discussing this before, like, I don't really remember Katie coming across well during this or reconciling but i'll take your word for it she apologized to lala i thought i'll agree with you that lala came across well during this and was she in part one
2: i think she was there i don't know like they didn't really focus on her also i heard that she's going to be a part of whatever spinoff lisa's working on for vanderpump dogs
3: there's another spinoff
2: allegedly okay Early reports say, and early reports about...
3: And you've you've heard it here first in the past, yes. which brings me to my winner, Brittany. They previewed her special, which this girl doesn't even have a tray, and she has a spinoff. Um, she has only been on this show for a season and a half. And, a half. Uh, and when she said she didn't know what an NDA is... An NDA... No, but she said, I think she said M... NBA. This is the quote. She says,
2: "What does an NDA do or NBA? I don't know what the hell that is."
3: <laughs> I love Brittany, and we have we have a former guest Joe Reed who, every time we praise Brittany, vehemently disagrees with us.
2: Yeah, I don't understand that. I think, oh,
3: we're not gonna have him on during Vanderpump Rules, but like once Drag Race is in the thick of it. Yeah, because we're in we're in that pool and I'm tied for second to last place.
2: Maybe there will be a point where Vanderpump Rules, Brittany and Jacks take Kentucky overlaps with Drag i and we can like force Joe to <laughs> we watch, will drag him into this <laughs> bitch. Um, I also had Brittany as part of my mm. for the same exact reasons. All right. um, the
3: do you have any more winners? I don't. <laughs> um. Oh, so Nikolai is a winner for saying when he was like, when he was dragging everyone in this bitch and then they got to Brittany and she says that, and he said, there's nothing wrong with Brittany. And I was Michelle Visage Finger waving that moment.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go after a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go after the situation that this kid was put in, which I think is toxic and will not do him any favors going forward. Yeah. Because he's going to get the attitude that a lot of young, white, cisgender, <laughs> straight men do that their opinion matters overall. And I'm we holding on
3: to my seat <laughs> right now. We
2: already saw that playing out here on the Vanderpump Rules reunion. <laughs>
3: This is quite the take. (laughs) And not one, I imagine. Uh. Uh. Um. So,
2: I'm not saying he's a loser. I'm saying people shouldn't be put in that situation where they're viewed as all-knowing at age 12.
3: Okay. I didn't view him as all-knowing. I just thought he was, like, funny. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Kristen... Kristen Doody was angry that they edited it out, Nikolai's comments on her.
2: The, the, the editors are, like, trying to edit out of, her out of the show, but she's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, another loser in my brain was, uh, Sheena's issues with seafood.
3: Oh, yeah, get a life. <laughs> like, get a life. Cram I've, bakes are fun. I've dragged her before in this very discussion <laughs> point. Um... Saucy, I feel like, came across kind of lame. I mean, she admitted that she left the show because Patrick didn't want her on the show. Right. But, like, there's
2: there were so many moments. Another interesting part I noticed between her and Tom Sandoval, there were so many moments where they, like, were almost about to agree on something. Yeah. But they just, like, kept missing each other just yeah. by a little bit.
3: Uh, <laughs> one I, have a, I have another winner, though. Okay. Lisa Vanderpump when Andy said, with all due... Who are you that everyone is going to expose you? When he was talking to Lala, and Vanderpump says it's not like you're Kate Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know like people were trying to expose Kate C- Blanchett either. <laughs> I know, like but it was just funny. A more
2: apt like thing would be like Jennifer Lawrence, but mm. Lisa probably doesn't want to lose Jennifer Lawrence's clientele. Yes, as a
3: proud Sir Patron.
2: My losers were, and I was so happy to have them back on my loser list: Tom Sandoval and Ariana. Tom going after Lala was just, like, a little too much. Like, lay off.
3: I thought he was defending Lala.
2: No, he was going after her for not coming to the birthday party.
3: Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I... And he I agree was, with his centi- I agree He was with his acting like, though.
2: wait, it was just like, let it go. A little let up. Let it go, let it go. And then Ariana, like, taking Stasi's remark about, like, wanting to break her or whatever... Like so seriously when it was obviously like joking on Stassi's part and it was like yeah, but Stassi she, wanting to like have some sort of a friendship with her.
3: She's gotta de- she's gotta play with the the hand she's dealt. Like if she has that ammo to use against Stassi, true. But like if she takes comedy seriously, she
2: should take Stassi's comedy seriously.
3: Um, of that couple, I would say when. <laughs> I don't know if this is like really necessarily a winner or loser aspect, but when Tom Sandoval like said, that's fucked up to Nikolai and then like Ariana, like correct. She's like, don't curse in front of the kid.
2: Wait, but we just saw, I I don't have the exact tweet right in front of me, but Kristen Doty just tweeted about Sandoval saying that like he shouldn't. He shouldn't go on podcasts and say that he wants to like drop kick a 12 year old. So apparently, uh, Tom Sandoval has it, been saying that yeah. about Nikolai, poor little innocent Nikolai. Uh,
3: so this was part two, right? We still have one more to go.
2: Oh, do we? That's the
3: Shay one. Oh, uh,
2: that's <laughs> going to be depressing. Whatever.
3: It's almost done. We'll tune in and wrap keep it up. Keep you
2: updated. Yeah. Do you want to jump to Beverly Hills or do you want to do Southern Charm?
3: Let's get the kids out of the way. The kids? Okay. <laughs> I like, I call them Monday night like the kids night. Okay. So. <laughs> so you're still like getting used to this whole world.
2: Yeah, but I like, I watched the entire thing and I paid attention.
3: Yeah. Instead of playing Candy Crush. Right. I took Gamer. notes. All right. So I think for this show, the angle we're going to take is you having me explain what is going on in this world.
2: Sure. So my first question is, why does Craig have a cat?
3: All right. Craig. Oh, (laughs) he's the one who doesn't go to law school, who went to law school and didn't become a lawyer.
2: Okay, but why does he have a cat? Is he like, is he dating someone? Does he live with someone?
3: Yeah, Naomi. What is it? I don't remember him having a cat. At the very beginning, there was a cat that he was
2: like nuzzling.
3: Well, he just has like time on his hands. (laughs) He's like building things. He's like Bob the Builder. Do we ever see Thomas like fuck chicks in the bathroom because I oh. thought that was very
2: Luan. Ooh,
3: that scene with Thomas and Whitney. Yeah. That was so
2: dark. Like dirt, dirty, dirty, gross old man. Well,
3: the first episode of the season, he was like on a horse state with like an 18 year old. So,
2: mm. um, okay. Possibly. Actually, I'm going to get to my first question. Then I have my possibly biggest question. So mm-hmm. my first question is, is Jennifer good?
3: The new mother. Yeah. Um I think she's like viewed as a little meddler. Especially if you're a team Catherine. She seemed very
2: Kim G to me.
3: Yeah, I see where you're, where you're where you're going with that. Like
2: a younger even looks wise like a younger Kim G and a meddler.
3: I can't even tell if she's like thirty or fifty. Maybe forty. No, she <laughs> just had a kid. Probably like thirty-three. I know, but like Janet Jackson's fifty and had a kid.
2: I know, but Janet Jackson has <laughs> a ton of money and is actually like played off her prenup thing perfectly right, so mm-hmm. she's all gonna get like two hundred fifty million dollars from that guy. Huh. Anyways, um, my biggest question, but I still have questions after this. My biggest question is: is Cameron good?
3: Because oh, so the first what was it? Season four. The first three seasons, she. Was good. Well, she was good slash neutral and just the narrator. And everyone, like, loved her narration. This season, like, she's going down a wrong path. Namely by, like, siding with Whitney. Which she's always, like, been friendly with Whitney. But, like, it's, like, Shep, Cameron, and Whitney, like, bullying Craig. But isn't Whitney the producer the yeah. of the show? Yeah, 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 so,
2: like, yeah. wouldn't you side with Whitney?
3: Uh, yeah. But I do want to say... While we're on the topic of Cameron, she should not be allowed to continue to be on the show without her husband, what's-his-face.
2: Oh, yeah, I heard about all this. Everyone's mad about this all the time.
3: Like, this is her fourth season without this man. Like, if Stassi can't be on Vanderpump Rules without her man, uh, or, like, Lala gets shit for not being on with her sugar daddy, like, why does Cameron get to...
2: Yeah, I think the rule should be, like, you get one season. Because it is interesting, as we saw with Big Papa. Yeah. Well, I guess Kim was on with a few seasons with Big Papa. But
3: that was, like, funny and interesting because it was, like, a weird fan fiction. Right. Like, Like, she was just telling these tales of, like, whatever Big Papa was doing for her. So, do Shep and Craig
2: hate each other or like each other? And are they just forced to hang out because they sort of look like brothers? But, like... One's goofier and one's, like, slytherin
3: Well, I'm t- team Craig. I know that. I'm team Shep. So Shep has a lot to say with little reason to say it. He's, like, giving Craig all this life advice. Like, what has she been doing with, for work, his career, da-da-da. Meanwhile, Shep is just going on drinking every night and waking up at noon.
2: Sad. Um, do you think it's right that they have a separate text chain without Craig?
3: Um, no, that's why I was upset with Cameron, for her to, like, go along with that. Um, what is Landon? (laughs) Well, she was a secretary on the hills, (laughs) and then came to shore. And Cameron (laughs) was on Real World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron was... City... Um, Austin? No, it was like San Diego or something. I, what, we've had this discussion. I'm flashing back. It was the San
2: Diego where they had the by guy named Frank
3: or something. I don't remember a bye guy. Um, but yeah, so so Landon washed ashore in, where are we, South Carolina or North Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina. She so washed she, ashore in a boat. She traveled all the way around <laughs> the like, America. She's like Magellan <laughs> crossing like the the great... Tip of Hope or whatever it's called. Um and she washed ashore into South Carolina, with a freshly divorced, mm-hmm. and like dreams up like fake jobs, like a job that like sounds like it's fun. And then my favorite moment of this episode was when someone asked the intern, oh, like who wrote all the, all this content on the traveling <laughs> website and the intern said, I did. That was the intern? <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh yes. my god. Okay, so what's the website called? Lift? So, the, the original website was called Rome Rover and during the episode I went to com. Didn't exist. Um, it appears she's moved on from that brand mm-hmm. to another brand like Tri- Travare or Tricario. or Truvada. And then I went. I went on. I went on the Twitter's like page for that travel website that she now started up, and it sadly had less followers than Come Through Queen. It had like two hundred followers. Sad.
2: Okay. Um. Is Daisy a person that's around often? No.
3: So Daisy apparently, Whitney was referring to her as an escort during this episode. A term that she seemed to embrace. And she was, like, lit and, like, cackling and flailing her arms all night.
2: She reminded me of Laura Lee. A little bit. Um And then I didn't really have a last question, but, like, Landon, when she was drunk, like, Shep straight up told me I'm a bitch. That bugged me. Um <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> a, frequent, a frequently co- uh, quoted... Landon line in this household is last season, which you didn't watch. She and Shep sat down, and Landon wanted to have a heart to heart, and she wanted to like tell tell Shep her feelings for him. And the way she did it was, "Maybe I love you." <laughs> so we always just say, "Maybe I love you" in this house. <laughs> it's the saddest moment on this show
2: (laughs) okay let's move on to real housewives of beverly hills i did like that episode of southern charm i had no idea where they were half the time (laughs) like they were at a party for that roamer or whatever (laughs) and like there was one laptop that had the website on it and like it could have also been the opening for that restaurant scarecrow Mm -hmm. but who knows
3: okay beverly hills yeah We've already touched down, but it seems like the highlight's gonna be next week. Kim. Right. This was like. Mm. I mean, they padded the intro for five minutes of them, like, wandering around their homes without makeup on, except for Erica Jane. I did. I do like that a little bit. I like it if it wasn't, like, so filler. Well, like, it's so
2: funny how, like, it used to be, oh, just a reunion. Yes. And then they brought it back. They'd have, like, a couple moments in the makeup room. And then, like, now, now they have, like, like <laughs> full moments at home.
3: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so why like, is Kyle in the hot seat? She's... I don't know. It may... It Shouldn't it be, like, Dorit it versus Dorit, Rinna? It should be either or... It should be Dorit versus
2: Erica and Renna, but like they didn't want to give Dorit that position in her first season. Yeah, and like Kyle didn't do anything except make faces this season. Yeah, I don't get
3: it. But like winners and losers for you. My number one winner: Renna and Eileen, Con. Unforgettable,
2: the new Catherine Heigl movie,
3: which they sold me on. Like I've re- I've asked you multiple times. Since this aired, can we go see this?
2: Who knew they were still giving Katherine Heigl films,
3: despite what Shonda Rhimes might have to say? They're they're still letting Katherine Heigl. And they the gave business. her that CBS show. that... Multiple CBS shows, I feel like.
2: Yeah, but one that just like recently went away again. Mm-mm. I don't know. I mean, of course, our winner is Erica. Um, I just watched Dancing with the Stars this week. I fast forwarded and only watched the women <laughs>
3: compete. What did Erica perform to?
2: Uh, Express Yourself. It was it was like the Where Do You Come From challenge, which I think is something that happened every year or best year of your life or most important year of your life or most memorable year right. of your life. And it was about her like moving to New York and pursuing her dreams. She didn't do very well. Mm. And
3: wasn't she like in the bottom two or something?
2: Yeah, and Mr. T got voted off. Um I mean This episode was sort of a snooze In my opinion
3: I guess Sort of a loser Even though I Like That seems like a strong term But like Dorit getting exposed From a 2013 YouTube video Oh yeah What was her original last name? Dorit Kemmel
2: Yeah And did you know that Um PK was on Apprentice in the UK
3: No He was like
2: something called like He wasn't, like, a main judge or whatever, but he was, like, someone that they brought on Mm. and just to, like, yell at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I could see that for him.
2: And didn't he say something about, like, how he used to have a lot more money than he does now?
3: Yeah, because he was in real estate and now he's an entrepreneur. Um, My other winner moment was, it was, like, during some montage, they started playing the expensive song (laughs) and they showed, like, Erica, Renna, and Eileen bopping along watching the montage While expensive was playing,
2: it's a good fucking song. I listen to it every morning as I'm getting ready for work.
3: I always start my elliptical sessions since the the song came out on iTunes with that song, and then it either transitions to the Little Mix "Dangerous Woman" tour playlist or the Ariana Grande "Dangerous Woman" playlist. My kitty's like a python, Mm -hmm. ticking
2: like we listened to that on the way back from the Poconos. Definitely.
3: Yeah. We, and we listen to a fake change of the rhythm.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh.
3: Is there anything else from from Beverly Hills? No, I
2: mean like next next week looks truly good, which is very telling of Beverly Hills that they need the outside players to like really bring it to the reunion.
3: Oh yeah, uh, Eden looks beautiful in the reunion. She's a beautiful mother. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Is she, does she have a child? I don't yeah,
2: think so. she does. We met him. He opened the door for, like, either Dorit or Renault. Oh, that sounds, like, vaguely
3: familiar. <sighs> it sucks
2: being the scholar in this
3: household. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: uh, All right.
3: New York.
2: New York, New York. Center of the universe. A city between two rivers.
3: Where dreams are made of. A overflowing city. <laughs> with secrets.
2: <laughs> uh, so, we finally meet Tinsley.
3: Yes. And my comment. Is she... Reads very young. You think? So, Jules, which we discussed last year, was only in her, like, mid-30s. hmm And I would have guessed Tinsley to be as well. I guess I... But, like, I, Tinsley's, like, 41. I guess and I, only five years younger than... I'm sorry. Only five years younger than Bethany, <laughs> and they seem like two different, like, Age worlds. ranges.
2: Yeah. I mean... I think I've just, like, she's been on my radar for too long to, like, think that she's young, you know? Okay. So, that's my thought about Tinsley. Um, but I do like that she can't sleep on down feathers. Why? I don't know. She had to bring her own foam pillows. <laughs> to the...
3: To... The Tremont Morgan in Yeah. The
2: Chateau Tremont <laughs> I do like I do like this. Like I hope it happens as we go on. All new housewives have to be introduced through Sonia's townhouse in some
3: way. No, but she's talking about selling it now.
2: I know, but wouldn't it be wouldn't it be great if hear me out? Jules came back and she had moved out of the Flatiron Place with Michael, and she needs a place to Found stay. Found a home, so she goes oh, to move Andrew. in with Sonia for a little bit.
3: That is actually a great. Plot point, but then she'd have to bring the kids.
1: You know, oh they're running around.
3: You know how many floors there are in that place and like ripping the pipes out of the wall. Oh my god.
2: The her kids are nice. Jackson, Jackson, Jagger,
3: and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jagger, and
2: <laughs> Swagger. No, there was one like called Millennium Falcon, right? <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix. There was one definitely called Phoenix
3: Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. But, oh no! But we were. I want like this didn't happen during the episode. But I do want to just bring this up. Bring back Heather. Oh yeah, that's what's missing in this
2: world. I think I tweeted something to that accord recently. Just like she was such a solid housewife who played along just enough, but also was like sane enough that you could like root for her at the same time,
3: and like she could like play off Carol. She could be friends with like well, and also there's Durin. like there's
2: endless material of like who wins Carol's affection. You know, yeah, yeah. On March twenty first, I said Heather Thompson <laughs> was a good housewife. I was like, oh, I like, tweeted about this. <laughs> You're you really need to come with your receipts. Um, no, it would be great, but let's get back into this week's episode okay. because. We then go to Bethany's apartment And she's dressed as Jules Wayne's team <laughs> <laughs> Gosplay <laughs>
3: Um Carol's there and Ramona arrives And Bethany asks her to take off her shoes Ramona says no And then she steps on a dog So I, I I couldn't make up like my mind Whose team I was on Cause I kinda in theory would like a shoe off policy mm-hmm. Maybe in my new home I'll have that Um But I was also like, I like that Ramona didn't want to, like, cater to the dogs.
2: Well, oh, God. Of course you hate dogs. Dan (laughs) would keep Yuland forever because he's (laughs) such a bad person. Um, I like that Ramona was, she wasn't not catering to the dogs, but she was offended that Bethany didn't tell her that she got dogs because dogs are like children in a lot of ways. Ramona compared dogs to children several ways. This week's episode, she said they're resilient, so you can step on <laughs> yes. them. But then she said also like they're like children, so you should be telling your friends when you get new dogs. And that's when Carol chimed in and said, "I didn't send an email, but I got two kittens." <laughs> Carol was funny in the background. Yeah, Carol's
3: good. Um, but during this, the one thing, last thing about the scene, last thing, this scene was like oh, where sorry. the
2: the juiciness was.
3: Okay, well, one thing that I wanted to bring up from the scene. Uh, Bethany mentions Amy for the first time in centuries, and then Amy shows up with Bethany to the Mad Hatter party later.
2: Oh, the friend. The
3: friend that like she dragged along during Bethany Ever After.
2: You know who Amy looks like? She looks like the sibling of one of our friends. Who? One time popular girl.
3: No, she doesn't. Yes, get she out does. of here. No, get out of yes, here. Yes, she
2: does. She looks like her sibling.
3: right uh well people don't know what we're talking about so
2: (laughs) and it's not like church will ever listen to this so who cares um but then we we got like the start of the election stuff in that scene at bethany's house
1: oh
3: yeah i forgot about that i'm sorry for glossing over the scene and it
2: wasn't a good look on bethany and like we said last week i think bethany is trying to really play it safe in the scene like back when they were filming not knowing what was to come so like she looks rude to Carol, who's, like, passionate about this thing. Yeah, and, like, but
3: meanwhile, we reported back on Red White and Come Through, Bethany was, like, photographed leaving a very, like, high dollar, like, per ticket Hillary event. Right. I just
2: don't think she, like, realizes anything. I think she got in, she went to a party because she wanted to go so, to like, a party with, like, J-Lo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. SJP. And, like, not that she's... That's actually not that she supported Trump. I think it was more calculated than that. Like she wanted to come across as like, "Oh, I don't really care about politics. I care about Skinny Girl. Everyone should buy my product." Yeah, yeah. I'm just
3: like Jules. Did you notice the two interns, both of them that were at Michelle Collins's event, were in this episode? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't notice. Oh, okay. Like there was some scene where like they were helping her get ready at some point. It wasn't like obviously during this scene with Ramona and uh, and Dorinda, but I just thought I'd mention that. That we've we've seen those in Turin's IRL before. <laughs> you just
2: said the scene with Ramona and Dorinda. You meant Carol. Oh yeah. I, I'm just like <laughs> Speaking of Dorinda though, we didn't get oh. Dorinda until nineteen minutes
3: into this episode. I know. What were we doing with what, what were we doing in here? this episode without Dorinda? Um And it was a beautiful mother daughter Scene or was that later?
2: That was later. Okay. That was after we got we got a full like Tinsley solo intro thing about like her history and that sort of mm-hmm. thing, and then like her walking down the street taking photos like places from her past, I think, and be like, that is so sad. um And then she went into the whole thing talking about like when she came on the scene and like how people started to recognize her, and then she started only wearing her hair curly because when she wore oh, her hair straight God. photographers didn't recognize her
3: this whole
2: i mean i think it's a very interesting look into like the life of somebody like that who's like been one of those socialite people who cling onto it so strongly yeah,
3: i guess it's like a thing only new york could do right. like you're not going to get this storyline in potomac
2: right Right, and also like you're not gonna get the storyline with like everyone from New York. You're only gonna yeah, get it with, with someone like, like Tinsley Mortimer, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who, she was the it girl, and she fell from, <laughs> she fell
3: whatever they say. It's true though. No, you know who else would it, it would be like that one girl Olivia Palermo who was on the city and like was an it girl? Sure,
2: yeah. Or it was like even like Lizzie Grubman.
3: Mm, oh my god, I. I Stand for Lizzie
2: Grumman. Yeah, you love anyone who (laughs) gets into like DUI (laughs) crashes. No, it wasn't. It
3: wasn't. I don't think it was considered DUI. Actually, I think she was just like road raging with pedestrians. But anyway, yeah, get Lizzie on the show. Um. (laughs) (laughs) She's already
2: been on New Jersey. Um, Let's let's like fast forward to Sonia preparing for this Mad Hatter party because it was such a mishmash. She had Gigi. I love Gigi. I Of course you would. Just like, she kept on just being like, oh, I'm Gigi. Uh, you know, the neighbor. <laughs> she made Tinsley go get the sandwiches from Alice's teacup.
3: Tinsley should have worn, like, a sensible shoe during her errand.
2: Yeah. I I liked the butler. I liked just, like, the whole mess of Sonia like pretending to try to get ready but like she wasn't doing shit so like when Mm -hmm. the party came like the party was so sad like was it at 3 p.m on a wednesday yeah no one was like adhering to the theme it was like her weird sidekick and all of her other like sonia's team yeah the team (laughs) the
3: dream team well well lou did show up ready after having a little scene with victoria and victoria i feel like is less afraid of the camera
2: well, I mean, she did do a feature on Girl Code,
3: and she did have that scene on BravoTV.com last year with with Paula Dean, Paula Dean, and Vanessa Williams. <laughs> um, and we all, but we also had the other mother daughter scene of Dorinda and Hannah not being invited to the the tea party. That's true, and I love Hannah.
2: Yes, yes, I like. She's back on the scene. I know,
3: after like disappearing last season.
2: Um, I wonder, like. How she'll play out as part of the cast this season. Like, how much she'll be on with Duran and that sort of thing. Come up
3: to the Berkshires.
2: Oh my god, for a scary party. Um, It could be
3: Victoria, Hannah, and Avery.
2: As much as I would love that, I just don't see that. Happening.
3: They're all in there. They're all like 21 plus now. We're
2: at least maybe going to see Hannah with Duran and Carol at the Women's March. Because they were still filming then Okay. Um, there was just like you know Like the typical drama like everyone trying to figure out Like who stands And whose good grace is. And I think like New York What New York needs is they need to Center in the Hamptons Which they are doing next week And then they that's go to the Hamptons?
3: Oh that's oh they were like I, I was trying to like Place that scene because they were like Wine touring on Long Island
2: Right, but, like, they do a whole... The, like, whole next week is, like, oh, here, let's go to Lou's house. Let's go to Bethany's house. Mm. Um, But it's, like, they... New York centers in the Hamptons, and then after the Hamptons is when, like, everything, like, pops
3: off. Yeah. I just... I kind of miss having the, like, the Labor Day kickoff to New York. Right, but that hasn't happened since season three. But that was, like... A recurring theme for a while and now our recurring theme is like kicking off right before the holidays. Well, I like the holidays, but I know, but I just like wanna like mix it up a little bit. But I'm sure like it's just with the the schedule. Now that they like now that they're back on track airing at the same time every year, mm-hmm. they can't mix it up. So
2: I mean, this episode was just, like, one of those episodes that's, like, we're trying to get our bearings. We are introduced to a new housewife. There's not a whole lot to talk about except for that butler, but I think we're going to talk a little bit more about him later. Yeah. Um, and Ramona had hickeys, and Carol loves hickeys.
3: <laughs> yeah. So... So, should... like Eileen and Renna, we're going to, I guess, be spawn-conning the new movie out this Friday... Okay, I the don't fate think you're, of the furious. I don't think
2: you're allowed to actually like do even fake SponCon because okay. like we could get sued by them being like, "What are you?
3: <laughs> what are you doing here without your like
2: representing her brands without us wanting you to?" <laughs> well,
3: well, we weren't. We're not representing it. We were inspired by. We're going to be doing some fan promo <laughs> of um, famous chase scenes in Housewives history. Yes. Um, So we This isn't an exhaustive list It's The Greatest Hits So, should we talk about, like, with sort of...
2: Okay, let's actually sort of back it up and talk about the history of us wanting to do this. Because this is an idea I came up with (laughs) months ago. Like, I'm talking early on in, like, this podcast history. I'm like, oh my god, I've got the most brilliant idea. I think I was rewatching Jersey in anticipation Mm. for the premiere of Jersey. Mm -hmm. Like, the premiere of the Siggy Dolores season. Which is long gone. And I, like, texted Dan being like, let's do, like a chase scenes deep dive and he texts me back being like why don't we tie it in to the new fast and the furious movie and i was like (laughs) okay i guess like when's that coming out it's a box office smash okay but like have you ever seen a fast and the furious
3: movie not one
2: i exactly either have i so i have no idea why he's so fascinated by this but now we're presenting it to you (laughs) Because Dan wanted us to wait until this exact week, so
3: a chef kept kissing <laughs> his fingers. What's week? Let's
2: talk about like each one of these. We've got about like ten or so. Okay. Each one of these, like why why they're important to mm. the, the canon of Real Housewives and why they're important to us personally. Mm. So I think the most important and the biggest one yeah. is. Teresa and Danielle and Jacqueline and, and Ashley, Ashley at the posh fashion show and Kim G and Kim D like they were all in there. Mm-hmm. So this is the second season of real of New Jersey and Danny. And this is the scene where Teresa and Jacqueline, I think are sitting in chairs in their fur coats Outside of the posh fashion show... In the foyer. Like, sort of waiting on Danielle because they had seen her go into the bathroom or something like that. So they're sort of... They want to... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Confront? Confront, jab at, all of that. Mm -hmm. And so they start getting into this interaction.
3: Which was kind of referenced on the season finale of Beverly Beverly Hills.
2: Hills. And it's the famous, don't call me honey... Is bitch better. Is bitch better. <laughs> and then they start talking... Daniel and Kim G start talking about uh, Teresa's finances. Mm. And that never goes well. No. So then they're off to the races. <laughs> <Yes>. And... <laughs> Ashley gets up in that gig. No, but even before that, just like the, the sight of Danielle running through that banquet hall in Jersey... And, like, she's, like, asking for, like, whoever her bodyguards are to protect her. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like... You see every other Jersey woman in, like, a fur around them, like, reacting to them. Getting
3: pushed aside. where's that one woman? That one blonde woman. Who's just, like...
2: (laughs) I forget what she says, but it's, like, an iconic... She's like,
3: what the fuck is (laughs) happening?
2: Yeah. Um, And then... It's this weird dynamic of Teresa trying to get at Danielle, but like Kim G's the one like calming Teresa down weirdly. And Jacqueline's sort of there. They're all in the doorway. And Ashley Holmes, the little stealth mother that she is, (laughs) she slyly walks over to where Danielle's huddled in the corner and pulls her hair.
3: Snatches a little weave. Just Just
2: a little wig tug. Remember where I was. For that iconic moment Season 2 was so iconic Which is why I'm so happy Mm. That Danielle is coming back Yes And back then I remember thinking God, Danielle makes this show so toxic But now we've let it breathe for a few years
3: But now she's going to return a different woman Yeah She has a new man in her life Yes Uh, So the next one is probably one is, Is up there in the list I would say it's like iconic in terms of Miami for those of you who've watched it. Yeah, it's
2: probably one, It's probably the single most iconic Miami scene.
3: Joanna and Adriana fighting. Whose home was it? It
2: was. I want to say it was a lingerie party at um, Lisa Hotchins. Lisa Hotchins yes, party.
3: That sounds just about right.
2: Um, I forget what the exact fight was over.
3: Yeah, not important. But it was like there was actually a slap in the face as well, which was like jarring for this franchise
2: and i don't even think joanna and adriana were really fighting at that time it was the sort of thing where adriana stormed off after fighting with someone else and correct me if i'm (laughs) wrong and she was like running down the hallway and joanna chased her and like grabbed her on the shoulder and she turned around and slugged her yeah
3: there was never anything logical about the fights in in miami particularly involving adriana so that version of events sounds right
2: but it was instantly iconic it's sort of like Framed what Miami was for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Justice for Miami. Bring it back. The next one is actually probably one of the more famous scenes in Housewives
3: history. Except, you know, I think for the people who have jumped in later may not be familiar with this.
2: True, but, like, even on the most recent episode of Atlanta, they played this game. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're constantly playing it. They're constantly, like, making the rounds and watch what happens live. It is the famous scene scene, where it it actually starts with a chase that I don't even think we see. The famous part isn't the chase. Mm. There's a chase out of the (laughs) restaurants. And then we arrive with Nene, Kim, and Sheree on the streets of Atlanta
3: With Michael Lohan off camera. Yeah,
2: he's off camera. He's not there yet. And it's the famous scene where Sheree grabs Kim's wig just enough to like... Shift it. Shift it off kilter. (laughs) And it has become instantly iconic, as all of Sheree's scenes are. Sheree actually has some of the more famous Atlanta scenes. Yeah. And like, to think they kicked her off briefly... That's insane to me.
3: Yeah, I wonder what the reasoning behind that was. I don't remember. I
2: think it got a little too depressing when she was in that condo Uh-oh. for the fifth year in a row. <laughs>
3: On the air mattress. On the air
2: mattress. But yeah, that's like where Michael Loewen was off screen to like whisk uh, Kim away. Yes. Or Nene. No, Kim. 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 Um, The, n- the next one is like <sighs> an underrated yeah, Kim.
3: My fa- one of my favorite ones. Because it actually is probably more than any of the other examples. A chase.
2: Yes. So, this was when they decided to shake up New York. Mm-hmm. And actually, this season is actually really So good. good. It's such a good season because it's so different. Fresh. So, we are introduced to Aviva, Carol, and Heather Thompson. Just like three new girls on the scene. And I remember watching... Sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent. But I remember like watching the press around like them being hired and remember like there was all these like photos of them like flitting around the city together like always like like three sisters Yeah like three yeah, sisters yeah, 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 yeah. um I posted that <laughs> I forget what the meme was, but I posted, like, an upgrade of, like, Lindsay, Britney, and Paris, and, like, upgraded it to...
3: It was... When did you post that? uh,
2: A while ago. It was, like, Carol, Aviva, and Tether in, like, the... In a limo or whatever. But, um, it was this thing, and remember, Sonia was hosting... She was planning a party for Aviva's anniversary party, and it was in the, um... Empire State Building. Empire Room at the Empire State Building, and... Heather wanted to confront Ramona about about wait Ramona wasn't invited to London and her and Heather had fought about that. Yeah. And we're like in the middle of fighting about that in this party. And then Heather wasn't done with the conversation, but Ramona was, and you know, Ramona gets done. She wants to flee and Heather stuck to her. Like
3: with, and like. I remember the theme of that season was Heather just kept, like, they kept making fun of her or, or commenting on how she's always, like, fake smiling, and she's, like, smiling like the Joker running around <laughs> the
2: Empire room. And Ramona's wearing, like, one of those, like, blue satin dresses <laughs> that she loves. A
3: jewel tone. There
2: was no... food. It was just, like... It was one of the more understated... It's not, like, iconic in most people's brains, but it's like, it, iconic... In, in ours. In our brains. Yeah. Um, similarly, this, this next one's also similar. Yes. It's also New York.
3: John and Bethany at Bethany's birthday party in the Hamptons.
2: After the skinny cow, skinny girl fights. Yes. Like the, epi- the next episode was Bethany's birthday party and Dorinda brought John. Yeah. And he wanted to clear the,
3: clear the air. Well, this is actually a double chase because luann was chasing carol around the, the party as well oh my god with the hula hoop with the hula hoop John to rope her in with that hula hoop.
2: that's what i'm saying like once we get to the hamptons stuff starts popping off and it gets good yeah so that's another one eventually they made up but it was great to see john just like chase that skinny girl <laughs> around her pool
3: yes and then corner finally, finally cor- corner her in a place of yes <laughs> the place of Yes Bar. Oh my god. Ugh. Um This this next one is maybe I think of the ones that we were discussing with Alex Pre Show, our executive producer, he got the biggest kick out of this one. Dolores and Siggy chasing after Jacqueline out of out of rails during the season finale of New Jersey last year.
2: Yes, just because <laughs> We've spent so much time that season of Jersey at Rails Rails, restaurant. Our
3: second home. We need to go
2: there. I know. When when we were on the way to ziplining, I was like, can't we just, like, (laughs) take a detour and go to Rails? Like, I don't want to be on a zipline. I'd rather, like, hang out at Rails, have a glass Mm. of rosé and, like... See the. Take take
3: your shoes off and run around.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, I think they both like throw their high heels at some point. Yeah. And it was sort of a defining moment in the trailer, I remember. It looked really dramatic when watching it in the trailer. But then it was just
3: like like, sad in the episode. Yeah. Because like like, Jacqueline actually left.
2: Right, and we were like, oh, these new girls are going to bring it. Yeah. Like they're going to be ride or die. Yeah. So we'll see if they bring it. I mean, I still think Dolores is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ziggy's a proud Trump check.
3: Um, so another recent chasing was Leanne Locken <laughs> chasing Tiffany out, chasing after Tiffany from the... Wait, I'll set the scene.
2: Yeah, so it was you know the, better than me. <laughs> it was the party where it all, everyone started talking about Leanne pooping in a bag. Yeah It was that gay guy Like whatever He dropped the seed <laughs> What a scoop And people were talking about it It was also the party Where it was like Everything happened Everything that was iconic About Dallas Happened that one episode
3: Well that and the Lake House. like.
2: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, But this was the episode Where she told Steph That her charity world Has gone down the toilet Like and she had her Up against the wall And then she chases Tiffany out into the street And they're arguing In front of that <laughs> valet Who's like unassuming And then Like Leanne Like it almost gets like weird like that Tiffany and Leanne have something because they're both like I don't want to do this in front of the camera yeah. and then Leanne pushes the cameraman and then Leanne is trying to get to her car and the trolley goes by and she slaps the trolley yes. my favorite gift of all and time and knocks it
3: off of the rails <laughs> And many people died that day.
2: I'm so excited for Dallas to come back. You're
3: saying that as if it's like a known entity. It's coming back. When? We've been
2: filming. We better get a trailer soon. All of them were posting this week about um, how it was the one year anniversary of the premiere last season. So we're not that far off. Okay. Um, (laughs) This one, I don't think Dan remembers. Yeah, you know better than me. This was season,
3: I think. six. what was that like Harry Dubin season? Well, he was like in the season where, where Aviva got on the scene, but I feel like him and Sonia were in a plot line till the next season. This was Aviva's last season, like when she yeah, did, yeah,
2: when she threw the leg. Carol had like a party, mm-hmm. a birthday party, and like
3: wasn't that her 50th birthday party?
2: Yeah, and Sonia had been like proposed to by Harry Dubin, Mm-mm-mm. and after Carol's party, apparently. Luann had just been broken up with Jock. Yes. And her and Harry get into a cab together. And the next episode, we hear Sonia tell this story about how she was chasing after... <laughs> her and her intern were chasing after uh, Lou and Harry Dubin. And she sprained her ankle. So she said the entire episode the next time with her foot up in her bed. Yeah. And Ramona and Kristen came and visited her. And her intern was there to tell the tale. You know, mm. the, like, the sort of handsome one that was, like, a big person. Oh, yeah, yeah Always yeah. around. I huh. Now we've only got Connor,
3: the assistant. Uh, so the next one is, like, really just, like, we only got to see, like, the shadows of it all. This
2: was also our first Freak of the Week ever.
3: True. Yes, this was our first Freak of the Week. Like, Portia chasing one of her employees, wearing her snowman costume, and, like, actually physically assaulting the employee. In a a dark alley. This is why I
2: called for Portia needs to be fired. Like, how many times can you assault somebody on or near a camera?
3: Were there any assaults this season? No, there was just accusations of rape, rape. (laughs) criminal activity. But she's
2: assaulted three people since the time she's been on Housewives, and she's also accused one of
3: date rape. But I do love that reunion look, Henny. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, um, yeah, I, Porsche. I mean, well, if Phaedra's going, you might as well get Porsche out of there too. Oh, I agree. And, and there's what, reports. I maybe did, did we talk about last week or did that come up this week that Port that Phaedra is like out. I think we talked about last, it about last week. week. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, our next two are from Kyle Richards. Um, which the first one, the first one. Um, I'm just gonna say her fleeing the scene after. Kim gets into it with Lisa Rinna and Eileen in Amsterdam um, just like a literal bat out of hell Well,
3: that that's also like an iconic gif moment that people use when they're like trying to run out of a situation
2: right just her like running out of that restaurant <laughs> was perfect
3: uh, like ripping the mic
2: back off <laughs> that like Beverly Hills has been bad but like that scene was so good Well, I think
3: people say that's like the last, that was the last. That was the last last
2: good one. Yeah. Yeah. I still use beast. How dare you? Like. Yeah. Constantly. Um, but the other one I was trying, we were trying to rack our brains of like, were there any Beverly, good Beverly Hills ones? Then we remembered Eileen's poker party. Was it a poker party? Yeah. Poker party.
3: Um, and
2: when Kim was.
3: Yeah. She, she got up to leave and then like Brandy's escorting her out. And Kyle runs after the two of them and Brandy intercepts.
2: And they have like that like moment in Eileen's like foyer yeah, and the, pizza goes flying. The
3: most physical moment ever on Beverly Hills, which never gets too physical.
2: Right. Yeah. And they all involve Brandy for some reason. <laughs> um, this one's my favorite. Shannon Bedore chasing the truth, <laughs>
3: <laughs> running through Lizzie Rosvex
2: Lizzie's home after she accused Shannon was accusing Heather DeBro wanting to take the Bedores down, mm-hmm. and like she got so turned out. And it's that iconic scene where she's running through her home, flailing her arms, going, "And you'll all see the truth one day." <laughs> <laughs> uh I wish okay, there's a few housewives I wish could be on every franchise. Shamador's one of them and Dorinda's the other.
3: Yeah, for sure. Anyone else? No. No. Um Oh another O. C. So OC. Tamara running out of the resort in Bali. I don't even remember the context of this, like why she lost her <laughs> mind. But her running out saying, You'll never see my face again. And then yet here we are. I know but her like, face again. <laughs>
2: In that video, like, you see her little, like, Flintstones <laughs>
3: <laughs> Like, running. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. I would say this might be, of all the chases, the most high-speed chase. And she's not even racing against it. Or she's not even <laughs>
2: running from anyone. She's running from herself. <laughs> um, and then, like, Dan mentioned this next one, which isn't even a chase. It's just a fight. But <laughs> I think he, like, thought, like, a lot of people were moving around. Yeah, there's a lot of movement <laughs> in and
3: out of hotel rooms lingerie party in Atlanta where it ended up with Candy screaming I will drag you in this bitch. I love when Candy gets like, like hyped up. And she did in Hawaii and she will in the reunion.
2: I cannot. She's going to like
3: take Andy to task. Finally. <gasps> someone stands up to him. I mean Teresa did that years true, ago. True, true. True.
2: True. 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 Okay. So I mean, I think that's all the chases we have. If you have any chases that you think we missed, because we were just going off of, like, top of mind. And, yeah. Like, there's not, like, a database for Housewives chases, but...
3: There's no, like, listicles that we can, like... <laughs> There's like research. Like one that I think
2: like we could've mentioned that's not really a chase is like the whole tamra Gina fight and the OC. That's, yeah, that's not really a chase. But it's like it's more, more of a, a chase. Fight. It's more of a chase than I will drag you into this bitch because it covers more span of space. Mm. But um if y'all can think of any others, like tweet us. We'd love to hear more. Um you can like include a like call us, include a voice memo and like tell us about your favorite chase from the housewives
3: for next week. Yeah. Um, but Brendan, who is our freak of the week this week? Well, so the announcement came
2: this week that uh one network named E exclamation point was giving one Kylie Jenner her own spinoff series,
3: which is interesting. Just fresh off of the news of last week's freak of the week, yeah, Kendall. Um, when one scissors down, the other one's up. I guess. Yeah, but like. Of all these
2: shows, they could give this family. Yeah, the Kylie one isn't the one I want to
3: watch. How is Kylie going to carry a show?
2: I know what they're doing. Kylie has a huge fan base. Yeah, huge, huge, huge fan base that will follow her wherever. Yeah, the Lipstick so Queens. The numbers will be there at least initially, until people realize that like she's got nothing to do except like cook some gross-looking macaroni and cheese in her Calabasas
3: home. Give Courtney. A cooking channel show.
2: Give Courtney a dating show called oh. courting Courtney." Oh
3: yes, yes, yes. Duh. And a cooking channel show as well. Yeah, give
2: Courtney all the shows. All
3: the shows. <laughs> Wonderful mother.
2: Yeah, give her something on like a pets. Is the, is there a pets network? <laughs> she likes pets. I don't know. She probably does.
3: No, I think when you have that many babies, like you can't be focused on pets. Okay. Um, so who is our
2: one true queen this week, Daniel? So this
3: might be our first fan demanded one true queen. Uh, Philip Alexander tweeted us saying, Sonia's borrowed butler, uh, should be the one true queen. Not only the fact that he threw such shade at Ramona, but the Salvation Army Reed. Have we seen this borrowed butler before? Yeah, this was the one last season that had like the big napkins. Oh yes, 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 yes.
2: Borrowed from Sonia's brother-in-law? Yes. Good. Yeah, I mean, I liked him. Uh, I think he deserves the queen. You know who
3: Alex perfectly compared him to? Maloof's chef.
2: Oh, Barry? Barry, yes. He friended me on Facebook once and I didn't. No! Oh, yeah. What? Barry Guzman or whatever his oh name is. Oh, my was. goodness. Yeah. but It's like when they... when. They try to get too much in the drama. It's too much. I know. He was
3: trying very hard. And
2: so many of Sonya's team tries to do that. Like, oh, like the uh, masseuse or the facialist, facialist. Yeah. And like everyone else that I, I... I will give him the queen for this one instance, but if he shows up later in the season, I'm yeah. not going to be happy.
3: Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so please make sure you subscribe on iTunes and google play and please leave a review um we're sorely lacking them and we need your reviews to survive otherwise we'll die
3: yeah (laughs) you should follow (laughs) us on twitter or facebook or instagram we keep you up to date throughout the week i mean we broke this like donald trump thing yeah people were lit over that especially if you're not like following bravo.tv.com as intently as we are you might not not know what's going on without us
2: yeah, and we always love hearing from you, so you can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. Leave us your thoughts. We will either play them or not.
3: Yeah, and where can we find you online, Brendan?
2: At not Brendan. where can we find you, Dan?
3: IDK, IDK. Cool. Like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye.